Good morning. Today we will discuss the US's path to economic recovery after the country recently registered a positive job growth. We will then look at China increasing its grip over Hong Kong in a policy change that could destroy the autonomous region's opposition. And we will finally discuss a temporary US ban on exports of critical raw materials that could limit production of coronavirus vaccines. Today is Tuesday, the 9th of March. I am Arunava and you're listening to the Leaders Brief by Egobank. Last Friday, the United States' Labor Department announced that non-farm payrolls or employment outside the farming sector increased by 379,000 in the month of February, bringing down the country's unemployment rate to 6.2%, a 0.1% improvement. Given that the US's employment rate after a steady gain since May last year had dipped in December, two months of consecutive growth remains a positive sign. However, despite the positive growth, Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell has labeled the possibility of a return to full employment highly unlikely this year. Mr. Powell's concerns stem from the fact that the unemployment rate continues to remain above 6%, and at least 50% of the 20 million jobs that were lost in a single month in April last year are yet to be recovered. Besides, at least 18 million Americans were receiving some kind of unemployment benefits in the middle of February. According to statistics released by the US's Bureau of Labor Statistics last month, the number of jobs declined by 140,000 in December. The dip had corresponded with the discovery of a new, more contagious strain of the 2019 coronavirus. Since then, the country has launched a full-fledged immunization drive and is leading in the number of doses administered per day. At its present rate, the USC is predicted to achieve complete immunization by the end of the second quarter of this year. Notably, over 90% of the layoffs registered in December were from non-farm sectors, concentrating on businesses dependent on large crowds like restaurants, pubs, and theme parks. Of the recent gain in jobs, most came from the leisure and hospitality sector like eateries and entertainment businesses and could be credited to the country's rapid immunization drive. However, the job sector in the USA will see a void as several jobs that existed before the pandemic no longer exist due to several firms being forced to shut down. Moving on to some political development in China, in a move that has invited large-scale global criticism, Beijing tabled a resolution last week to grant itself veto powers over selecting Hong Kong's lawmakers. The move would allow China's Communist Party to vet all election candidates in Hong Kong and decide on the eligibility to contest elections, further decreasing the specially administered region's autonomous functioning. The legislation, tabled last Friday, a day after Beijing increased its crackdown on Hong Kong, arresting several democracy campaigners under a security law it passed last year, prompted the USA to announce that it was galvanizing collective action against Chinese rights abuses. Apart from Hong Kong, the USA has also raised concerns about China's treatment of Uyghur Muslims in the Xinjiang region. China has, however, called the move entirely constitutional. According to Wang Shen, a deputy chairman of the Chinese Communist Party's Congress where the legislation was tabled, the election committee would choose a relatively large share of Hong Kong's legislative council and have the right to vet all candidates. Most Western countries believe that the process would further stifle opposition in the erstwhile British colony. For Hong Kong, the move means it would lose out on more businesses and won't be able to make the most of China's targeted 6% growth this year. Moving on to the business world, a recent statement by Adar Poonawala, the CEO of vaccine manufacturer Serum Institute of India, suggested that the US's decision to limit the export of certain key items, including bags and filters, could hamper worldwide distribution of COVID vaccines. Concerns about vaccine distribution had increased after the Biden administration announced plans to use the Defense Production Act to boost supplies needed to make Pfizer and BioNTech's vaccines on February 5th. 
Among other things, Mr. Biden's invocation of the 1950 Act includes provisions for an immediate inventory of supplies and evaluation of the viability of using federal pricing schedules to assist state and local governments' acquisition of needed supplies and tribal access to the strategic national stockpile. After the Biden administration's announcement, Pfizer CEO Alberta Borla told reporters that the Defense Protection Act has significantly aided his company's efforts to secure raw materials and equipment necessary to expand production. Last year, the company had scaled back its targets after running into difficulties in securing all raw materials needed to produce vaccines at a large scale. Addressing a World Bank panel last Thursday, Mr. Poonawala said that the US law will likely cause serious bottlenecks. Adding to Mr. Poonawala's statement, the World Health Organization's chief scientist, Swamya Swaminathan, said that there were shortfalls of vials, glass, plastic, and stoppers required by companies shipping vaccine doses across the world. The WHO will conclude its meeting with vaccine partners, the International Federation of Pharmaceutical Manufacturers and Associations, and the Developing Countries Vaccine Manufacturers Network to discuss dealing with raw material shortages today. Given the large scale of the pandemic and the coronavirus's constant mutations towards becoming more contagious, it would be difficult to limit the spread of COVID without large-scale mass manufacturing, and limiting raw materials would adversely affect the equitable distribution of vaccines. That is all for today. Thank you for listening. We will be back tomorrow with more happenings from around the world. Tune into Egomong to stay updated on the latest happenings and their impact on global trade, technology, and innovation. Egomong helps you make sense of change. We are a global intelligence platform delivering asymmetric outcomes by bringing organizations closer to the communities they want to serve and the leaders they wish to influence. Visit our website insights.egomong.com that is i-n-s-i-g-h-t-s dot e-g-o-m-o-n-k dot c-o-m to subscribe and make better and faster decisions today. If you wish to collaborate with us, then please email us at contact at the rate egomong.com. Mm-hmm.